Hi everybody, I'm Nathan and thanks for joining us for another episode of World Walker Season 5. Unfortunately, Marcus and Callie couldn't be with us this week. Callie decided she doesn't love us anymore and Marcus was too busy ruling Canada. Before we start, I want to thank Sirenscape and all the musicians that contribute their work. You can find all of their info in the show notes. With that out of the way, please, join us on the road to Cosmic. Okay, so who remembers where we last left off? Alright, so we saved Gimmel and yeah kind of saved the sky jewel like we saved everything from certain destruction except the balloon and then we crashed which is probably not good for the hole but it's in one piece as far as we know even though it's stuck in the dirt and now we are ready to travel to cosmic a, a, well somewhere and someplace so we're we're going to escort yes we're going to escort the crew to a place where they can get the supplies Wait, necessary. Hallam. Was it Hollum? I don't know. I don't remember where we were supposed to go. Like we Yeah, we're we're escorting I... the crew to a place so they can get the supplies necessary and then we will split from the crew as we move on to Kosnik and they go back to the Sky Jewel. You say goodbye to the Sky Jewel. Um you have meaningful words possibly um with the crew with the captain with the head engineer i don't know but you do successfully escort um the engineering team over into a city where they can begin their preparations how they're going to go about getting their parts what that process looks like you know that's not for you the point is that you have all successfully traveled there and set them up so that they can get their accommodations. After that, as per uh, Father Shelton's plans, you get your horses, you get your um, your travel methods, and from there you ride out. You travel from town to town and from town to city. Yeehaw. During that time, it's mostly quiet. The events, That's the what truths... You think. During that time, uh, things happen. Stuff goes on. And before we arrive at the final location where we're going to pick up our game, maybe we would like to take a moment and explain some of the shenanigans, uh, some of the things that you all got up to on your travels. Shannon, would you like to start? I didn't realize I had to I had to put my money where my mouth is. <laughs> um I think there was probably at least one to three pranks. Probably, <laughs> um, yeah, probably Tristana and Hero pulling pranks on Vernie. That seems legit. Um, I can't think of any good road pranks though. So, mm -hmm. as long as it's not lowbrow like the feather and the whip and the shaving cream, we're okay. Oh, it's definitely low. The lowest of brow. <laughs> <laughs> Mistaken yeah. for mustaches, these low brows. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty low brow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, vague promises of pranks. But before we catch up to the end of this journey, um, what sort of vague uh, moments, what sort of uh, shenanigans did you get into, Vernon? 
Um, probably no shenanigans, but Vernon. Uh, so, how long has the travel been? It's going to be two weeks. Two weeks. Um, over the course of the time, uh, Vernon has seemed probably very distant and mm-hmm. uh, has been keeping more and more to himself. That's why we were pranking him to try and bring him out of his shell. It, oh, yes. it doesn't seem to work, although he does take them in good spirit. Uh, he just remains very closed off. Um, I think Tristana would also have like peppered you with questions as well. Basically, you're just getting annoyed the entire trip by Tristana in every way possible. <laughs> it should be noted that we are uh, we're not ignoring Marcus. He's uh, simply uh, out at the moment. Couldn't be with us tonight. But I assume. Uh, well, let's do this. Uh, Shannon, what do you think Marcus has oh been God. up to? Well, I, I already mentioned he's in on the pranks with Tristana. Um, so that's at least one thing. Um, he's probably like just like doing things sensually all the time. <laughs> just a lot of sexy dancing. <laughs> a lot of sexy dancing and like, you know, just hero stuff. <laughs> yeah. So after two weeks, you find yourselves outside of the travel city of Cosnick. You've still got a while to travel, but from here, the city towers above you. The travel city of Cosnick is made of two separate levels. The lower city seems like it's mostly just a series of uh, supports and poles that keep the upper level um, high in the sky. You can see the closer you got into the city, you can see airships coming to and from, but the lower levels, they are surrounded by these kind of, um, in some places actually broken walls, like just large slabs of stone, um, haphazardly built around the city. You're going to have to find a checkpoint in order to get in, but you're not exactly close to the city. It'll still take you some time. So that night, you bed down. You're going to have to camp. You've got your horses safely secured. And presumably, you get yourselves ready. You get your camping gear set up, whatever you've got, your tents, whatnot. And Father Shelton takes care of the fire. We just know and- him as Shelton. Okay. Well, I... <laughs> I'm sorry. We 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 don't recognize his uh his reverendhood. That night, Shelton uh prepares the fire so that you can all, you know, pre- cook whatever kind of meals that you uh, Wait, hang I on. You I got this. I got this. That's her, one of her strong points. That's an 18 for cooking. An 18. And I think I have special cooking tools that may add something to that, but who gives a shit? what do you prepare on the last night of your uh, journey until you reach cosmic filet de grasse (laughs) yeah it's probably like a nice stew because we probably don't have a lot of supplies so like you had two weeks so if you want to say you've gotten supplies it's okay all right um you're like the specialty cook so yeah uh just some 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 nice uh, meat, maybe some potatoes. I don't know. What do you eat on the road? Potatoes. In- <laughs> meat and potatoes is good every day. <laughs> potatoes. Yeah. Well, I boil them, I mash them, and I also stick them in a stew. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, so childless Shelton sits down. 
and um, <laughs> looks very, <laughs> very patient as he kind of uh, observes observes your uh, cookery, if you will, your uh, I don't know what the word is culinary Chef- skill. Culinary skill. He, <laughs> um, I make it look. It's very something cool. that seems to calm him uh, at the end of the uh, day. Hey, Shelly, you ever been here before? No, uh, not outside. Not everyone no, traveled. I mean, to Cos- Cosnick there. Oh yeah, yeah, Cosnick many times. Yeah, I mean it's it's the hub. You have to travel here if you're on the eastern edge. You got to go through Cosnick to get to the western kingdoms. There's just no way around it. Oh yeah, because uh, you got to get the the airships that have been great for us so far. I'm surprised, like, no one does this? Gestures to the camp and the horses? No, not particularly. I mean, you know, sometimes through the kingdoms, you're going to have to. But no one does what we just did, I can assure you that. Especially to Cosmic. Uh, when we get in there, the lower city... It's going to be pretty dangerous. We're going to have to really keep our wits about us. Keep our, you know, keep our pouches tight next to us. Watch each other's back. Oh, dang. Uh, after Tristana cooks, she makes a mental note. She's going to split up her money into different parts of her person. Little in the little in the bag of holding, little in the, in the money pouch, some in one boot, some in another boot. Do I even have money? <laughs> <laughs> now that okay. I was actually it. just going to look at that myself. I am going to pad my boots with gold to hide the 129 gold pieces I have. <laughs> Damn, bitch! <laughs> it's really not a lot. So it's quiet. You can feel a slight breeze uh, kind of brush through. Uh, you can hear the calming night sounds reach out. It's a perspective that most people in their busy lives probably don't get to appreciate on the steam-powered world of Cog. Um, I point out constellations and I pretend like I know what they are. (laughs) Because I'm not from this world, so I I just make them up. Before we actually left the body of the ship, didn't Captain Gimmel say that all of his kind are lucid dreamers. He did. Yeah, we talked about going to Sanctuary because that's what Gimmel told us. So when we first when we first came here, um, we went to that pub under the mountain and I drank the green dream, I believe they called it. And um, I visited I visited Mercurius in my dream, and I think I inadvertently damned all dreamers in doing so. Uh, we've obviously uh, it seems to me that the nightmares have become much more powerful recently and um, have been able to travel much further 
than they had normally. Obviously, I must have taken one with me when I went. Once we find Chadwick Thistleberry, maybe we should rally... Well, I, I suppose before we go to find Thistleberry, maybe we should rally the forged that we can here. And once we find Thistleberry, rather than traveling to all of the different worlds to find other lucid dreamers, I believe we should make a stand. Um, I fear that it's very possible that we've already given them too much time to develop a foothold in Mercurius. Um, but I, I guess I, I sort of think that uh, we need to maybe be a bit more proactive in our approach rather than rallying this army. I think we need to go before all of the worlds are taken because of my impulsive action. Well, if you don't mind, I'm a little... Uh, I'm still playing catch-up. What do you mean you... What did you do to all the dreamers? Uh, we were seemingly infected with nightmares. And knew that... <laughs> well, I don't think we knew that we were infected with nightmares. I mean, we had a pretty good idea, which is why... You know what? It's behind you... us. You're right, Vernie. You're, we can't change the past, and I like you, so I'm not bringing this up. Uh, maybe, maybe this is also the wrong course of action because I seem to make a habit out of deciding the wrong course of action. But it seems to me that giving them more time to infect more of us and also infect non-lucid dreamers is probably the worst choice we're only giving them time to build more power and at what point at what point will we have an army large enough to face down every nightmare that every person can dream of so we should just fight them the three of us plus um let's see brother steel and uh gimmel if they can make it if we can reach sanctuary and greg and, and harold he- and he it. can rally the forged, then we have all of the forged that he can reach. Um, and I, I, I wouldn't try to do it before we met Chadwick Thistleberry. I do still think that, I, I really do think that he is a key to the solution here because he can help us reach across multiple planes uh, to sort of fight this problem from many angles. But but like any other infection, the more time we give it, the more unhealthy the situation becomes. And we've already given it weeks. So if we spend more and more weeks traveling through dreams, is it not possible that eventually the problem becomes insurmountable? Tristana kind of sits back a little bit and takes a deep breath and kind of... <sighs> We're going to Obrimos. We're going to get Chadwick. I think after that, we can take it from there. What happens if y'all wait too long? 
Like, what are they trying to do? Oh, what? it's just the end of the worlds. But how? I mean, I... Oh, they want to keep us as uh, despair pods, so they're going to make all of our lives miserable and meaningless. And, uh, you know, uh, and not just this world, but all the other worlds as well. And basically, you know, it's, it's going to be generally awful. If the dreaming connects all worlds and the nightmares have infected the dreaming, then... Eventually, they will take all the worlds, right? Uh, my deepest fear is that we've already given them enough time to do that. But oh, I don't think we should assume the worst. I, I But I, I don't know what else to do. Uh, I just don't want to see us continually or continuing to not waste time, but I don't want to keep burning time because it seems to me that time is of the essence. Again, I <laughs> every time I try to help, I seem to fuck something up. So it's it's hard to say, surely. Uh, but I've had two weeks now to think. I'm usually right, <laughs> and I'm on board with you for this one. You have been right often. Like, yeah, most of the times when people didn't listen to me. So I don't know. I don't know what capabilities Sanctuary will have in in reaching the forge. I don't know if he can do what you claim to do where you, he can reach people through their dreams or if he can uh, mentally reach out to all of them. I, I don't know how that would work, but I, I feel that, you know, uh, if we were to march on Mercurius with an army of forged and other lucid dreamers behind us, to me, that seems like um, the best possible scenario that we can hope for in the short term. Yeah, I mean, it might be that the forged are the key. Well, I suppose once we... I mean, I would assume we'll come into contact with more forge and cosmic. We can always ask. And that's when uh, Shelton says, uh, So, the plan right now is to get to Kosnick and then get to a whole new world and then search that world for Chadbury Thistlewick <laughs> and then use him to come back here? Use him to access the Dreaming where we can find more Lucids. Although... Can't you just go to sleep? I think Shelton's onto something. Uh, I mean, we could try. We haven't really tried to do anything in the Dreaming. But what if we disappear from here? I guess the only it's way not, that would matter is if Greg and Harold, but then we could just send a message to them saying, it's hey. not. Yeah, it's not all bad if we disappear from here because that's the end goal anyway is to leave here. I Now that we're sort of talking it out, we probably don't need the Nomad to leave here. We probably should have went to sleep days ago. <laughs> we probably should have went to sleep days ago. Well, we've been going to sleep for two weeks. Well, yeah, that's true. And also before that. But we didn't ever try anything in our sleep. Well, you said when you went... When you drank from the Green Dream, you were able to go to Mercurius. How, yes. how did you do that? Uh, I essentially walked there. I... I sort of, uh, after drinking the green dream, that was one of the, 
the only times where I knew I was dreaming, but I also knew I was in control. Uh, it feels that um, in in other instances, well, we that, sort the of time we were stuck in the shadow dream, right? Oh. But there's been a lot of times where we've sort of slipped into a dream without sort of realizing it. Um, with the green dream, I was very aware that I could do anything I needed to. And as a man of action, I tried to correct a problem and uh, only made it worse. I took the poison and dumped it in the well. So that's part of the problem is we don't know where we can go. Um, One of them had mentioned a tavern we could go to in the dreaming. I don't remember why we ruled that out. I think because we've just generally been terrified of going into any dream. Can I become a lucid dreamer? Whatever you're saying? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know how to train you to do it. And I don't know if there's anyone at this point that could train you. I remember Hopscotch mentioning someone named Alice. Yeah. But I have no idea who that is. Greg might know. You could stay to meet Greg when Greg um, and friends catch up. Oh, I don't know. I'm just kind of keeps poking the fire. I mean, uh, we, we can all try to dream together tonight. I don't know how that works, though, man. And you're heading to a tavern? Well, it seems like... The tavern, uh, when others have referred to the tavern, it seemed like that was sort of a safe space. So maybe, maybe that's a worthwhile avenue to travel. If it is a safe space, maybe we'll be protected if we go there. Maybe that can... Or we ruin the last safe space in the dreaming. That's why we didn't do it before. That may also be, but again, if the dreaming's already infected, how long is it before... It's taken. Well, and plus, we're going to stay there and fight if our hitchhikers show up, right? Absolutely. And how, how many dreamers, lucid or not, travel to the tavern? They, I, I think that it's... I, I, again, I don't want to assume the worst, but it may be a safe assumption to assume that all of dreamers are infected with nightmares at this point anyway. So any dreamers that have traveled to the tavern have already done what we're worried about doing. It doesn't make it right for us to do it, but it also, I think, means that we should maybe take a shot. (sighs) Man. I'm sorry. I sent Greg and Harold a dream message about our plans and about our ETA, I guess but I can't get a message back from them. Well, if they're in Dormanir, we crashed closer to Kosnik than Dormanir was. If they're leaving Dormanir on foot, then they're still days behind us. Do we want to wait? Do we want to get to Kosnik to wait? I mean, if, if, they, were, if they were in Dormanir and they found a faster form of travel then maybe they've already beaten us to Kosnik and we're going to go there and find them somewhere. 
but I, I again I, I worry more and more as days pass I worry about waiting yeah that's fair let's see what's in Cosmic first I think that's as good a, as good a plan as any for now and you are always right <laughs> I didn't say always. I just said almost usually always. <laughs> I think that what I like the most are these these moments, these long conversations where you all end up doing the same thing that you were going to do anyway, says a voice <laughs> off to the side. <laughs> because we already uh is that the cry of all the patrons hoping for action no it's literally a voice off to the side oh god wait Did that actually all... happened that's not just pedro making a yes, joke yes no that's oh well that's vernon's it. looking around to find the source yeah. of the voice so sitting off on another rock nearby is a woman she has long stringy blonde hair she has a sort of cowboy hat uh, and a white puffy shirt with a sleeveless long coat, kind of made almost out of leather. And she's got her elbows on her knees and she's she's leaning forward. She's got her hat kind of down in her face. And she says, well, it's been a while. How are you all doing? Who are you? And Father, uh, oh, sorry, Shelton looks positively shocked and he kind of, backs away a little bit and starts rolling up his sleeves. Who are you? Oh, that's right. I didn't meet any of you, I don't think. I think I met the bard. She just kind of tilts her head. Well, forgive my rudeness. My name is Nyx. Wait, so are you possessed or nah? (laughs) Tilts her head again. Although, we did have a moment, didn't we? And uh, she looks over at you, Vernon. Do I recognize her voice now? You do. She whispered something in your ear I believe before she you woke up. Mm-hmm. I draw my sword. Yep. Okay, so she's hey definitely now. a nightmare, right? I say to Vernon in a stage something whisper. Like that. Something like that. Look, I didn't come here for all that. Like, <laughs> might be what you found. She kind of nods. She's like, that's a good line. Well, regardless, I'm not actually here. I just thought that maybe I could come in and I could be uh, something as a, something of a tiebreaker since your, your friend over there doesn't really have much of a say. She looks over at Shelton. Okay. Rude. Well, you know, as someone who's not a lucid, he doesn't really need to be here. And then she gives him a look. I mean, he's an important part of this group, and he contributes, and he's a great man, and you shouldn't be, you know, you shouldn't be naysaying. Well, let's see if we can exchange a few words this time so that we don't have to make any kind of rash decisions. I'm excellent at exchanging words. It's one of my favorite things. I am the heart of this team, so... And I'm excellent at rash decisions. It seems like there's hardly any of you left. All right, so you know about the bard, you know about our past conversations. Mm -hmm. So We tried having a conversation with you all, 
back in, um, you know, what I assume is your hometown, I know that uh, Vernon holds it right here. And she taps her chest. Right. Um, on Minroth with the museum. Yep. Yeah, I talked to you. I had a conversation with you. And, well, with one of us. Yeah, until you got, well, I thought it was like a hive mind sort of situation, but until that, they got mad, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I was being completely reasonable. Well, great. Well, let's see if we can keep that going then. Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, so what, what, so you're spying on us. That's cool. That's cool. Um, kind of nods. Are you like in our heads? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, cool. Um, I didn't consent to that, but <laughs> oh no, yeah, that was a big thing last time too. Yeah, I mean, generally, it's a big thing always. Yeah, consent's mm. important. Yeah. So, what do you have to tell us, Nix? Well, you all seem like you're in quite a pickle. I actually do have a message I want to drop off, but I wanted to get a chance to just kind of get reacquainted. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the plan is to head back to the travel city of Kosnik. Well, I mean, then... maybe not now. So do you guys always know like everything that we're thinking? And then I think something really hard. If you want to get into that kind of discussion, a little quid pro quo where we start sharing deep and dark secrets, we could do that. I would actually really like that. The only secrets I want are the ones that pertain to me. Mm-hmm. Like if if you're... Maybe that's why you're so excited to go to Urbrimos and she gives you a look. I, that's... Do they know how excited you are to go to Obrimos? Uh, Tristana kind of glances over to uh, Hiero first and then Vernon. Mm -hmm. Do they know what you want when you get to Obrimos? They know part of what I want, which is Mm -hmm. I'm sure everyone has other. Okay. Enough about me. <laughs> sure, sure. I didn't say we're spilling my secrets. I said <laughs> I wanted to know your secrets as they pertain to me. <laughs> that is funny. Uh, I full of them. was curious. We thought that we had left some pretty good bait. Um, some Some tough quandaries for you. And it seemed like it didn't really bother you at all. We had talked about Janzabar. We had talked about Obrimos, but you all didn't even flinch, it seemed like. Yeah, so those little... We were just surprised you're either efficient and ruthless or full of boundless hope. I think probably the second one. Hmm. Well... It's already too late for one of you. Great. Yeah. I don't know if she told you while she was here. Whomst? Whomst? (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to. 
I didn't expect that. <laughs> to whomst are you refurnishing? <laughs> <laughs> I suggest you refinance that request immediately. <laughs> Layla. She didn't say much before she left. She didn't exactly get a chance to, uh... We didn't get a chance to catch up due to the fact that one of your nightmares ate her. Yeah, she's been through a lot. Yeah, I'd say. She seemed like it. Uh, would you, by chance, want to give her back? Oh, that was her decision. She did it for you, for all of you. It was a very noble sacrifice. Yeah, I know. Did it? Did it hurt? Did it hurt watching your friend sacrifice herself? Is that really the conversation you want to have? I don't, I don't know. How How was your meal? It's great. You want what some? You There's some for? leftovers. What do you want well, from like us? Well, like I said, I came here to deliver some news and honestly to check up in on you guys. See how you're doing. See how you're adjusting to this whole life. Like I said, there's very few of you left, so I was hoping Do you maybe... mean like of our individual group or like Dreamwalkers in general? Ooh, that would be some important information. Say your piece and be done. Well, well, very well. You all seem to have a very difficult decision ahead of you. It sounds like you're debating whether you should step up and handle your business sooner rather than later, or take the time and build a, a proper defense to head to Obrimos and to have a conversation with Chadwick Thistleberry, get all of your ducks in a row, uh, as they say, your duck feet. I would just like to let you know that it is a conversation worth having, and I think it was good that you had it tonight because things are escalating. We are making moves, and we've got some really big plans. And it might become a little more personal for you all because we did make a promise and we do want to keep it. And we would like to let you know that if you ever see Greg again, we don't think that he wants to talk to us. He seems a little, um, bullheaded or maybe naive. So, um, we are thankful that he let us kind of hitch a ride when he, uh, leapt to this new gentleman, Hieto's defense. That was really helpful. I'm sorry about your ship, by the way. Oh, fuck. But we would like you to let him know something. His son says hi. I can't imagine why he wouldn't want to talk to you. But when you look over there, she's gone. Um, Tristana says to the group, I'll be back. And then she there's a huge blast of light as uh, furiously uh, Shelton fires off one of those uh, guiding bolts, one of those um, powerful divine bursts of energy. And then when she's gone, 
And he's, ah, and he just gets furious and he walks away. That's what Tristana was about to do. <laughs> Tristana <laughs> calmly says, I'll be back. And she walks off into the, the wilderness and just like screams and throws some rocks. Well, it's just you and Weekend at Bernie's, uh, Vernon. Yeddo's <laughs> <laughs> sitting there. Put some sweet shades on him and make him wave hi to Tristana. Uh, I will resheath my sword and sit down in front of the fire. When I'm out in the wilderness, I'm also going to summon Hikari. And like just talk to Hikari to calm myself down. Because she's the she's the voice There's of this reason. Burst of light, and Vernon, you can see that the the forest has suddenly gained this tremendous source of light, which you can only assume is Hikari. That or the sun starting to rise early over there. Uh, well, the initial shock of the light would have caused Vernon to leap to his feet, but once he realized what it was, he'll sit back, feeling somewhat calmer. Hikari turns and looks at you and gives you that kind of sympathetic kind of twist that other people wouldn't recognize but that you can understand i also um i think i took the language of elemental whatever Mm -hmm. so i like i can understand hikari when she actually speaks i think uh hikari is the silent bob (laughs) of summons so like also her advice is going to save the day. She's yeah. going to come in with some genius level shit and save it for everybody. Yeah, she's mostly silent, but whenever she needs to bring mm. it, she brings it. You can tell by her, the the radiance, you can tell by that bond that you have, and you can tell by the, the language that you both share, the language that binds all um, elementals, known as primordial, that... She wishes that she could hug you. As she has a considerable amount of height, she kind of bends her knees and gets kind of low and brings herself to your level. I just kind of look at her and I'm like, I know you're right. You're always right. This is a stupid... They're just trying to fuck with me. They're trying to get in my head. They're trying to sow discord, bringing up Sierra in front of them. She kind of shakes her head back and forth. And she kind of looks at you, and then like there's a pulse of light that you understand to convey. They're not trying to get into your head. They are in your head. Well, yeah, you're right. They are in our heads, and they know when we have conversations, and they know the plans we make, so we can't even make plans against them, because they're always going to be one step ahead, and it's bullshit. Just kind of nod. I don't know how to get them out. I don't know what we can do. The light kind of gets low, um, which is what usually happens in times of sympathy. We should probably go back to the group. And she doesn't move. I don't. Tristana doesn't either. She just kind of. She says that you know how like whenever you're just you're just having a good vent slash depression sit, <laughs> and you just you're like oh we should probably do this but then you don't. 
Yep. And then there is a slight glow about her, kind of increases in intensity. And then the way that the light bends, the way that the light shifts um, through that, again, that primordial language that you both share, she tells you, you need help. But who? And she kind of tilts her head at you. And again, through the twisting and the pulsing and the shifting of that light, she conveys to you again. There's only one place you can get help. Tristana just... Uh, well, I, I don't know. Is Do I know? Do I have any idea? Shannon, as a player, has no fucking idea. <laughs> well, so she stares at you for a moment, waiting for that 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 moment of realization, that moment of, like, you're absolutely right. And when it doesn't come... The the uh, the pulsing of light says that the uh, the tavern, right? <laughs> the ta the the tavern. Like it's just like a little bit of like a disappointment that you guys didn't get to have that moment. <laughs> you're, <laughs> I already said it once. You're always right, Hikari. And we've been talking about going to the tavern, but we were worried about infecting it with whatever's in our heads. And again, with the light shifting and everything, it's like, you're always going to worry. You're right. You're right. Being infected, you can't go anywhere if that's your concern. You already put that risk on the ship. If you're worried about being infected, are you going to walk into the city? But they don't... They realize it's been... When's the last time you and Hikari have ever been alone and, and gotten to have one of these conversations? Not since I've been hanging out with these fools. <laughs> <laughs> if this is the time when you're going to stop taking risks, then you're going to have a much harder road ahead of you. But I'm always there. And she stands up. And you watch as the light kind of fades away as if she's walking away. But it's really just that she's returning. Uh, after she goes, uh, Tristana kind of whispers to herself. Not if we fail. Because in the vision, Hikari was gone. <laughs> <laughs> 